Do you feel that in a time when we are more connected than ever, we are drifting away from real human connection, especially to ourselves? I do. Hi, I'm Leticia Latino, and I want to invite you to join me and my very inspiring guests in exploring ways to reconnect to your essence, to your definite purpose, to what makes you tick. Are you ready? Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Back to Basics, Reconnecting to the Essence of You. With me today is John Morley. He's a serial entrepreneur, international keynote speaker, podcast host, CEO and founder of the Jamer Connection, and a drive time radio personality with about 18 million listeners between New York, New Jersey, and the California area. Hello, John, and welcome to Back to Basics. How are you? It is a privilege, and I got to tell you, a pleasure and honor to be with you and to meet you and to be here with all of your wonderful listeners and and viewers. It's just so great to be here. Well, it's great for me because I'm going to learn from the pros. You know, I do this interview and I pick on every little thing you do because, I I mean, you can tell you are, you know, a pro at this. And uh, with an inspiration. That's very kind of you. Yeah, you make the show sound very good. (laughs) Thank you so much. So, John, I am a, a fan of origin stories, and, and I love to hear about, you know, my guest origin story. So could you tell us a little bit about the younger version of yourself? What were you passionate about growing up? And, uh, you know, what? How, how did you bake in any of those passions in what you do today? So origins is great. I, I go there, too. I think everybody has an origin story, right? I started when I was in college, junior year. And I decided that I wanted to start a business, but I had no clue, like, really what I wanted to do. Like, you know, you know, the whole, like, ins and outs. And so I started a little business in college, and that business was all about an IT and tech company, because I, I feel this was, a, this was something that I think a lot of people could benefit from. And so I did support for only $10 to come to your dorm or your office, wherever you were. And uh, I did phone support for $5. Now, let me just tell you, I didn't mean per hour. I mean per incident. Now, you might be saying, John, that's a little crazy. But (laughs) I wanted to get used to it. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to get the whole gist of it. And so um, that's kind of where, you know, I came from with this. And and I'll tell you that it it was pretty amazing for me uh, to be able to, you know, to do this and to, and to have the experience that I learned, right? Because I learned a lot of, I had a lot of experience. I was very fortunate to be very involved in my school, you know, and things like that. But in addition to that, I will tell you that um, I was also head of program council, where I was the guy that pretty much would be, they either liked me or didn't like me, because I would be the guy you'd have to come before to get five or $10,000 for your party. And I always mm-hmm. say to the college people, like, so what do you want $3,000 for? Is this for another keg party? Well, <laughs> yeah, but we're trying to help the community. Okay, great. How are we helping the community? I don't know, John. It just sounded good. I just thought I would say it. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a great idea. Why don't you figure out a way you can help the community? And then I think I could figure out a way that I could come up with that money for you guys. Mm. And they just, they looked at me like I was, you know. <laughs> so... I also was asked, I think it was, it was my senior year. They said, John, you know, it's a little crazy. Would you do us a favor? And would you help us, you know, do what we need to do? 
And uh, I said, okay. And uh, they said, would you go and present this check? I said, you want me to present a check? Yeah, yeah, there's two, there's two checks here, 10,000 and 10,000. I said, wait a minute, what, what, are, what, are, we, what are we paying the, the, the check for? Oh, don't worry, it's all approved. Hmm. It's all approved. So I don't know about you, but I had a little concern about just giving two checks out for $10,000. <laughs> so I did some research on this gentleman who was a, a stage hypnotist. <laughs> and I researched what he did and he embarrassed all the people. He brought him on stage with a lemon. So after I got him and I had the two checks, I said, sir, I said, all due respect. I said, I did some homework on you because I didn't know who you were. And I wanted who I was given $20,000 to. I said, I'm going to give you your first check with a caveat that you are not to embarrass me or any of the people in the administrative row in this front here. Because if you do, this check will bounce so high, you won't even see it hit the sky. <laughs> not only that, you won't get your second check either when the show's over. Mm. So then I said, if money doesn't matter to you, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make sure that every single school cancels one week before your event because I'm very involved with the intercollege league. He got silent. <laughs> and I said, I said, do you understand me? He says, uh, Crystal, I said, great. I'm looking forward to a great show. <laughs> And it was an amazing show. But then I decided, be, being an engineer, that I need to learn more about how the body works, how the language, because that's really what it is, right? How the body is working, how the body is processing information. I think that's pretty cool. And if you have that, it basically means that you're going to be somebody that understands, because everything's communication, right? Everything we do is communication. Mm -hmm. So the question you might be asking me, John, is, well, how do you handle communication? Well, you have to realize that all communication is communication, including no communication is communication. That's right. I said no communication is communication. Mm -hmm. And so this got me very passionate. And it also got me onto another journey. And that journey is actually a new one I'm starting now. I'm actually going to get heart certified in the next eight to 16 weeks. I felt okay. the one area of my life that I need to learn more about is my heart. So I okay. do this every day, Leticia. I have this little rock in my pocket. I'm not sure if you can see it here. Mm -hmm. So this rock is a gratitude rock. Now, it's not really special to anybody else. It's not magical, but I call it my magical gratitude rock. Every day, I take this rock out of my, out of my, out of my dresser. I uh, put it in my pocket. I hold it for a few minutes, and I'm grateful. And I feel the gratitude for everything that's in my life my parents, my car, my business, my great podcast that I have, the podcast I get to go on, the inspiration that our creator gives me because I don't have these words, the creator gives it to me. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> and so I do that. And then before I go to bed at night, I take it out of my pocket. I do the same thing and I put it on my dresser. So it's a gratitude practice because I believe, Letitia, that when you're grateful for something, there are more things in life that'll show up that you can become grateful for. Mm, I love that. I love that. So, and, and you do so much. I mean, you're you. an entrepreneur, you're an engineer. You, I mean, you go to your- I, I, I'm uh, a serial entrepreneur. I, I, and I did this to tell you the reason. The next step I'll tell you. So I got very involved with this. And so then I took Silva Method. I got neuro-linguistic programming certified for language and body. I then went further and got my thing in psychology for clinical uh, hypnosis and things like that, got certified in that. And then I realized that I hired this company before I even graduated to manage my IT company, Jaymore Connection, 
did to basically do all my marketing and advertising. Well, about 12 years ago, I decided that this isn't working. They couldn't mm -hmm. even print their way out of a paper bag. They made so mm -hmm. many mistakes, Letitia. It wasn't even funny. This is a multi-billion dollar company. Now, out of respect, I'm not going to mention their name. Unfortunately, they're still in business. That's the bad thing. Um, so I decided I need to fire these people, but how do I break away from the hip from these people? Like we're married for, how do I get rid of them? This is going to be tough. I said, I have to figure out what is it that they do wrong? Well, I knew they do a lot of things wrong. Well, they can't print. We said that they can't print their way of a paperback. That's it. I got to find out how to become a mom pop print shop and then I'll just grow from there. All right. Huh. So Xerox, we are already a client of. And I went to Xerox and said, hey guys, how do I become a mom pop print shop? They said, Sean, it's so easy. Um, all you need to do, yeah, it's 150. So I gave him 150 out of my pocket and I gave it to them. He says, um, uh, no, John, not 150, 150,000. <laughs> oh, let me check with my bank. So I go to my bank. Now, your bank is supposed to stop you from doing foolish things. My bank didn't. They allowed me to do this and they gave me the loan. But I decided I got to start putting on that serial entrepreneur cap. So there, just to give you that quick run through, a business owner is what you do when you start a new business. You keep the lights on, you keep it compliant, all that great stuff, insurance. That's what a business owner does. And they're worried about profits. But they're not passionate, Tisha, about the business. And so they're always chasing the eight ball. <clears throat> so then I decided, um, so that became a serial entrepreneur, which is kind of an entrepreneur. And then after that, I then um, realized with this, I'm going to take my serial entrepreneur journey. I said, hmm, they give me 150. Hmm, how can I do this? What should I do? Got it. I'm going to tell Xerox that I only got 130,000 and just apologize to them. Now, you might wonder why I'm doing this. I'll tell you that in a minute. So machine was 150,000. I get there and I say, guys, I said, uh, I want to just ask you what I owe you for dinner or for uh, you know, for breakfast. I want to just pay off because uh, I got first I said to my I said, I got the line. I said, that's great. They said, uh, but the bad news is they didn't get all the money. Huh? Well, my credit wasn't as good as I thought it was. So I only got 130,000. Oh. So listen, uh, let me just take my wallet. What do I owe you for the lunch and for the, you know, the steak dinner? What do I owe you? I just want to pay you because, you know, I feel bad. You took me out. And I knew what I was doing. And uh, I said, what do I owe you? It was like 100. Like, how much was the lunch? Like, I want to just pay you off because I, I don't want you to, you know, have this as a loss. He says, you want coffee? You want donuts? You want biscuits? I, I don't want anything. He said, hey, just sit down. I said, I already told you I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm whatever it was. I'm, I was uh, uh, 20,000 short or something. So they gave, they gave me 120,000 short. So I got 130,000. Just sit down. Have a cup of coffee, whatever. So he goes run over, you know, like the, the car dealership. People go, they go run, they close the door, and they do all this hand gestures and stuff. And five, ten minutes later, I'm just, you know, having my drink and I'm having my donut. And he's running out with a little kid. Yes. He says, You're in luck. I said, How am I in luck? I'm 20,000 short. I'm not supposed to tell you this, but Monday we were doing a special on that model and anything higher than that model. We were giving a $20,000 rebate back on paper. I said, wow. And uh, he says to me, he says, uh, so you're all set. So well, let me just think about this because this is a lot like for me to process. Let me go home. Today's Friday, Saturday. I said, I'm going to come back. So I'll come back Monday. So I go back Monday, midday. So, you know, it's not a bad deal. I said, but you know, the real issue is the training and 40 hours of training. What's that going to cost me? Like another eight or $10,000? He's like, you're right. I said, yeah, I don't know if I'm I'm in the market to spend this much money if I don't have the proper training. And it's not my budget. It's not your fault. Goes and scurries over to the little guy, comes back to me, says, 
your luck. Mm-hmm. We're throwing 40 hours of free training in the package. I forgot to tell you that on Friday. I was like, well, so it's basically 1.30 all in, 40 hours of training. So when do you want to take delivery? I was like, hmm, I'm a little busy right now. So don't worry, we'll work around your schedule. Sure you will for 100. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they do the training. But the thing I forgot to tell you is that before I got, so I, so I got them on board. Now I went into the uh, multi-million dollar marketing company and I knocked on their door. Hey guys, we had a great run and we're done. And the head guy's like, can you give me a minute, John? It's a little early. I know you're an early bird. Like, let me get Jeff. Like, and that's not their name. Let me get Jeff, your salesperson. He comes in. He said, hey, John, how are you? I said, great. Uh, we had a great run and we're done. Thank you. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. We'll get on to the next project. He said, listen, um, the team has spent all night, actually the whole week, working on a multi-million dollar project for Moore. Tina, Carrie, Bobby, Joey, Mark, uh, Bobby, Christopher, and Paul and Tina have been working night and day to show this to you. And they have a presentation they would like to show you on the on the screen. Would you like to see it? No. No. We're going to show you a presentation that's going to bring you multi-million dollars to your business, and you don't want to see it. Well, maybe you weren't listening when I came in here. I said, we had a great run, and we're done. Yeah, I know. We're, we're done with the property. We went, no, 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 no. We are done. We are finished. You are fired. And then this silence hit them, a very awkward silence. He goes, John, he goes, that's so low. That's below the belt. I said, no, you know, what's really below the belt. Taking my father and my money for so many years and not giving us an ROI and lying to us about what you could do for us. And then making so many mistakes. That's what's below the belt. Tried to get me back with 20%, 40% on reduction on new business, 40% back on old business. They were desperate. And then when he found out I was opening the company, he's like, oh, bro, he's like, you're never going to make it. And I failed for the first two years. But just because you fail doesn't mean you won't succeed. So um, I built a print production center. In fact, uh, next year I'm building another one because the one I'm in now is a little small. So I have a full print production graphic media design center. So what does that mean, Letitia? We design everything in-house. We print everything house, paper, plastic, metal, glass, wood. This year we added 3D printing. Next year we'll be adding laser uh, engraving to pens and things. So what does all this mean? It means that I'm very passionate about my content and very purposeful about it. That's why several years, I think it was about seven years ago, I actually uh, went to the International Press Association and I sent them my little sample of writing. I figured can't hurt, right? They got back to me two days, two weeks later and said, oh, Mr. Morley, they said, um, we have some good news for you. I said, what's that? We liked your article. I said, well, thank you. I appreciate that so much that we think your content should be part of the International Press Association. And we'd like to offer you membership into our association. I said, oh, he said, yeah, it's just $32 a year, but you have to be chosen by us. And we believe you'd be a great fit to be an international media writer and, and video. I said, Oh, and so this November, I'm celebrating my seventh year in the International Press Association. So what does that mean in English? It means that when I write content, it's purposeful, it's meaningful. I post so many times a day on one platform, probably four or five. I think I post 16 times on all platforms every day, but I never get banned. People ask me, John, why don't you get banned? I said, that's a secret. The reason I don't get banned is 
because I don't sell in my content. I educate, I motivate, I inspire. That's great. That's uh, definitely a big, big uh, component of what we're trying to do. And so you you are also a motivational speaker and keynote yes. speaker. And yes. uh, so the, can you share a little bit about that? So my first speech that I did um, was for Harvard and Yale, 1999, minor major inconvenience of Y2K. Uh, we're relaunching JCM Academy with a brand new website coming out very, very soon next year. I love speaking. I love motivating people. I love captivating people. I'm also a leader of STEM here. Every three months I do a STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. And so I love the speaking, but the thing about the speaking industry, and you've probably been following it for a while, without naming people, they're all about the money. They're all about how much they're going to get off each person. My mission is how many people can I help? Not how much can I sell a ticket for? And so that's why I give away a lot of free content, free content every day, free content on Motivational Fridays, free content on Science Fridays with John, Jason Academy free content. So yes, people can still call on me to do what I do, being an engineer and creating stories, but I'll leave you, this is a very important thing. A lot of people say to me, John, you know, they want me to write a story for their business. Either they want to find it, they, they know it, or they want me to come up with it. And then I'll be like, oh, by the way, that's great what you got, but you can put down there and put, uh, we're the best. Just, excuse me. Yeah, just change that line there where you say we have knowledge. Just change that line, yeah, and put in we are the best in our industry. So you want me to replace those three words and put we are the best in our industry? Yeah, just change those three little words. That's all we want you to do. Well, are you the best in your industry? Well, uh, my girlfriend says we are. Uh, my supplier says we are. Okay. And uh, and the um, and the salespeople say we are okay. Uh, oh, and my dry cleaner says we are okay. Uh, so can you just change those three words? It's not hard. You just you just 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 delete them in Word and just put them. I said, well, I I can't do that. What do you mean can't do that? I, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I get it. it's about the money, isn't it? All right. So what do you want? Another five hundred? A thousand? All right. You, 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 Two thousand? No. Three thousand? No, I mean, he said, come on, 5,000. All right, 10,000. No, how much do you want? I don't want anything because I'm not going to write something that isn't about truth. I think you should find yourself another member to write your release. <laughs> not compromising one's uh, integrity, it's, uh, it's important. It's very important. And I've walked away from opportunities. And the other thing I do too, Leticia, um, this happens a lot in the tech industry, but we have a very strict policy. We don't discriminate for race, religion, sexual orientation, color, creed, and no profanity. There was a client, it was about six months ago, roughly, nice size client, and we were helping them and they were telling us all about their past, you know, uh, our competitor and how they helped them and how they were cheaper and that they knew what they were doing and you're good, but you guys are so expensive. And I said, well, maybe you should go back to them. No, 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 no. You guys seem to have a handle. Fine. So there was a problem with wiring and we went out and fixed it. It wasn't our fault. It was from the previous uh, installer. But we said, hey, you know, we want to build a relationship. We're not here to point fingers. We'll fix it for you. Fine. Three, four days later, they call us very angry. The one of the printers still doesn't work. I said, it's a wiring issue. We'll fix it. We'll get over here and fix it. And they said some four letter words after it. And I said, um, okay, so maybe you don't know how we work, um, but we have a very strict policy here at our company. 
None of our companies allow discrimination for race, religion, sexual orientation, creed, color, or profanity that is toward myself, staff members, contractors, other clients, or even vendors. So let's consider this a verbal warning. It happens again, you're going to get a written warning. If it happens a third time, you're going to get a letter of termination of our services. So a week or two later, they call us back, demanding us to help them, and they're cursing on the voicemail. I helped them with their problem. said, uh, by the way, I want to let you know that there was some profanity used on the voicemail. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're just a little busy right now. We're very harried. I understand. So that is strike two, my friend. What? Strike two. You have one more strike, and we're going to terminate our relationship with you. You were serious about that? Absolutely. So that not only goes for you, that goes for your boss, your management. It's not just you, the whole company. So the lady comes by, owns the company. She hears me talking to him. He puts this on speakerphone, which was not really polite, but she hears what I'm saying. And she said, what are you talking about? I said, I said, I said you're not allowed to use profanity, this and that. So she's coming back and forth. She said, I don't have time for this. And she's walking around. And then all of a sudden, she's like screaming and yelling, screaming and yelling. And it's amazing how, how this is happening because, you know, we terminate her. We tell her that, it, that we're done, that it's over. That, that's the whole thing, that it's now over. And it's over. And they're like, what do we do? You know, it's a little bit crazy. But she did it. And I was like, okay, now, now, now we're done. And she's like, oh, I don't time, have time for you. <laughs> crazy, right? Very crazy. Very crazy. But I so, stay behind. So we lost the account. Yeah, we did lose the account. Oh, you and cannot win them all. You cannot win them all. No, 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 you can't. No, no, you can't. You cannot win them all at all. You cannot win them all. Very good. So, so John, you're obviously very passionate about what you do. What's the all the aspects of of the things you do on the on the radio show or your podcast what's the one that you're the most passionate about you know i'm passionate about so many things to tell you i just love to create great content okay good good and where can you you want to share where can people go and check well i'll have it on the show notes what's the best best place to 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 connect with you i will tell you it's believe me achieve.com okay, okay. BelieveMeAchieve.com. And you can check out all my amazing, inspiring creations. Awesome. Awesome. So we always, you know, and it's always time goes so fast. Uh, you know, here back to basics, we always uh, like to to reflect upon what do we, how do we resource ourselves in terms of the passion? So I'm sure that, you know, there are days where things are not going the way we thought it was going to go and that you're, you, you know, it finds you, you seem very upbeat and passionate, but you know, for those times where you are even finding it hard to believe, as you just said, say, what, what, what do you do in terms of well, that gets into a whole other, that gets into a whole other discussion, but basically that gets something that I, I like to talk about calling, uh, managing your state mm-hmm. because we're all going to get tripped up. Uh, I had a gentleman this morning who was very upset. Now everything was perfect, but for example, decided that he just didn't want to didn't want to do something, and it was just crazy. He got upset. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then let's not talk about him. Let's talk about you. What? But do my you point do is, but my point, upset? but my, but here's my point. This is why I bring this up to you. Uh huh. I let it roll off me like water in the shower. 
Okay. I say, look, sir, I said, I understand. I always try to say personal, try to say professional with them. I understand if you don't want us to fix it, that's fine. Well, of course I have to fix it. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to. Very nice. Very nice. No, I, I can relate to that, to that uh, philosophy. Absolutely. So, well, John, you know, it's always good. I, as I always say, everybody has a fascinating journey. That's what we do here at Back to Basics. I like highlight that journey and uh, you definitely have a, a contagious energy. So I really thank, thank you. I appreciate it. You're a great host. Thank you so much. And to you all, uh, until the next episode of Back to Basics. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Back to Basics. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite streaming platforms. This is the best gift you can give us. Join me next week for another Back to Basics conversation. And if you want to find out about other exciting things I'm working on, visit LeticiaLatino.com. Thank you, and until the next time.